wait, wait a minute. Hello, my lovely loyal listeners. Today is Sunday, February 12th, 2023. As you all know who've listened to my podcast, my sister passed away on Tuesday, this past Tuesday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so it's been five days, well, six days if you count Tuesday, and I'm struggling, you guys, I really am struggling, but I am doing my best to just try to keep moving forward, because death is a part of life, but when it hits you close to home, one of your family members, your sister, your brother, your family, you know, your mom, your dad, your uncle, your aunt, your close family. It really does mess with you, you know. And I'm not handling it well, you guys. I'm doing okay, but I'm angry, and I'm sad, and I'm mad, but I'm in in acceptance and denial. It's just a whole bunch of emotions running through me at this stage. So, uh, Friday, I was on this website and it was talking about how to help a friend with grief. And you can hear that on As the Massage Table Turns. But today, I think I'm going to continue down that lane of how how to help people through their grief. Because my mother is grieving, my niece, my nephew, my brothers. And I was getting ready to say my sister, but she's the one that's gone. So... We'll be right back after this brief pause for the cause, and we'll jump into today's episode of Just Miss Rose and You. And I want to take a second before I go off and really, really thank you. I appreciate you tuning in every week. It, it means the world to me. We'll be right back. My lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we are on the website Vita's 
Healthcare.com. Vetus Healthcare. This article is titled Techniques Used to Assist the Bereaved. And this is for all of you out there who are really struggling with how to help somebody that is grieving. All right, now. It is important to educate people who are mourning that the single most important thing they can do is give themselves permission to grieve in their own way. There is no right way or right amount of time. Encourage them to honestly assess their feelings, e.g. anger, sadness, guilt, and then share their thoughts and feelings with someone they trust, a friend, family member, clergy, therapist, etc. How can you help? Most grief experts warn against making drastic changes too soon after the death of a loved one, e.g. moving to a new home, starting a new relationship. These premature changes are often viewed as an attempt to run away from the pain of grief. But as a confidant, you can rely on any number of bereavement-focused questions and techniques to help someone address their feelings and grief. Set the stage. Begin the conversation. Create a helping environment by finding a quiet, private place to talk. As you chat, project warmth, interest, and respect. When you speak of the person who has died, use the past tense. Use his or her name. And do not be afraid of such words as death, died, and dead. You can begin your first encounter with the bereaved by asking him or her to tell you about the death, what happened that day or night. Ask about funeral plans or memorial services. Ask what has been happening since the death. How have things been with family, friends? Does he or she seem able to talk openly about the deceased? Ask questions that encourage reflection on his or her reactions to grief. Some people have trouble eating or sleeping after a loved one dies. Are you eating okay? Are you getting out of the house and engaging in your normal activities and hobbies? Is anything bothering you lately? What about other difficult times in your life? Were these recent or in the past? How someone has responded to past losses can tell a great deal about how they are likely to adjust to the current loss. What coping skills have you used in past crises? Try to rely on those same resources now. Provide tangible support and tactical encouragement. Help the person acknowledge past accomplishments as a way of reestablishing self-esteem. Affirm his or her ability to survive the current loss. Ask about his or her relationship with the deceased. Help him or her examine the special qualities and talents that endeared them to the deceased. Remind the survivor that it is normal to feel overwhelmed by the intensity of his or her feelings. Help him or her identify feelings of loss and feel pain. 
Acknowledge that pain is a part of the grief experience. Reassure him or her that the pain will not always be so intense. Give him or her permission to cry and permission to feel relieved if she or he does experience relief. Acknowledge that setbacks do happen and remind him or her not to panic. Grief can feel like an emotional roller coaster at times, but explain that these are remnants of grief, not a signal that it is starting all over again. Grief is physically and emotionally exhausting. Encourage the bereaved to take care of themselves by eating balanced meals, drinking plenty of water, getting enough sleep, exercising regularly, and limiting alcohol and other mind-altering drugs, all of which can hinder the grief process. Encourage self-patience and patience with others who might not understand their feelings. Remind him or her to have realistic expectations about the amount of time required to heal from grief. Encourage him or her to take one day at a time. At times, it might be easier to break the day into manageable increments. Suggest a slow start to normal routines by doing small customary chores, e.g. shopping, or choosing two to three realistic goals to accomplish in six-month increments. Validating progress and setting goals provides security and a renewed control over one's life. Encourage him or her to do small things for other people to refocus attention from their own pain. Reassure him or her that it's okay to set limits with others and say no when appropriate. Affirm his or her right to feel joy, hope, and new relationships none of which are disloyal to the person who has died. Utilize these specific aids with the bereaved. Some bereaved feel the need, especially right after a death, to find out everything they can about the illness and or circumstances of their loved one's death. And sometimes they want to review the medical records. This is normal and especially typical in a sudden death. Encourage the use of symbols and transitional objects such as photos, audio or videotapes, articles of clothing or jewelry, or a collection that was special to the deceased. Suggest expressing his or her thoughts or feelings by writing a letter to the deceased, God or a God. Suggest keeping a journal, poems, or special remembrances of the grief experiences. Encourage him or her to visit bookstores, libraries, hospices, and the internet for grief information that will normalize the grief experience. Suggest the use of artwork, memory books, memory boxes, and the like to express their grief feelings. If he or she has unfinished business, with the person who died, encourage him or her, as one grief therapist does, to play out in his or her mind what the issue is and how it could have been resolved. 
focusing on what the survivor was able to do for the deceased rather than what he or she should have done can support recovery. Encourage him or her to role play situations they fear or feel awkward about, such as starting a new relationship or selling a house. Role playing can build stronger coping skills. Okay. And that, you guys, is the end of that article on vitas.com, or it might be Vitas, V I T A. It's in the, it's in the description. Anyway, we'll be right back with another exciting article on today's episode of Just Miss Rose and You. This might be a short episode. Who knows? I might decide to throw some music in here. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, I love you for listening. We'll be right back. It's time for Dictionary Definition of the Day. Today's Dictionary Definition Word of the Day, brought to you by Oxford Languages, is grief. It's a noun. Deep sorrow, especially that caused by someone's death, grief, and we'll be right back. My lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we are on the website health.harvard.edu and this article is titled Ways to Support Someone Who is Grieving. It was written July 18th, 2019. It can be hard to know how to console a friend or relative who is grieving. If it seems that nothing you can do or say helps, don't give up. You can't take the pain away, but your presence is more important than it seems. Accept that you can't fix the situation or make your friend or relative feel better. Instead, just be present and offer hope and a positive outlook toward the future. Recognize that grief is a gradual process. Even small gestures, sending a card or flowers, delivering a meal, helping out with laundry or shopping, or making a regular date to listen and offer support can be a huge source of comfort to a person who is grieving. 
One woman, a dog lover who had recently lost her husband, recalled her joy when a close friend went to the pound and brought her a basket of puppies that needed to be fostered for a few weeks. It's important to be flexible and open to a person's way of grieving. For example, if a bereaved friend or family member is coming to your house for the holidays, ask if you can do anything to help mark the loss during this occasion. Be willing to leave plans loose. Build in a loophole when you extend the when you extend the invitation. We would love to have you join us. You needn't <clears throat> you needn't decide until the last minute if you want some time to think about it. Gently press a person to accept your invitation, but take no for an answer without ire. Call the next day to check in. It is sometimes difficult to know what to say to a bereaved person. If you find yourself tongue-tied or uncertain of what to do in the face of someone's loss, here are some ideals to help you. Name names. Don't be afraid to mention the deceased. It won't make your friend any sadder, although it may prompt tears. It's terrible to feel that someone you love must forever be expunged from memory and conversation. Saying how much you'll miss the person is much better than the perfunctory, I'm sorry for your loss. Don't ask, how are you? The answer is obvious, not good. And because it's the same greeting you would offer anyone, it doesn't acknowledge that your friend has suffered a devastating loss. Instead, try, how are you feeling today? Offer hope. People who have gone through grieving often remember that it is the person who offered reassuring hope, the certainty that things will get better, who helped them make the gradual passage from pain to a renewed sense of life. Be careful, though, about being too glib, as doing so may make the bereaved person feel even more isolated. Rather, say something like, you will grieve for as long as you need to, but you are a strong person and will find your way through this. This remark both acknowledges that there is no quick and easy solution and also affirms your confidence that things will improve. Reach out. Call to express your sympathy. Try to steer clear of such phrases as it's God's will or it's for the best unless the bereaved person says this first. Your friend or relative may need you even more after the first few weeks and months when other people may stop calling. Check in every now and then just to say hello. You may find it helpful to put reminders on your calendar. Most bereaved people find it difficult to reach out and need others to take the initiative. 
Help out. Don't just ask if you can do anything. That transfers the burden to the bereaved, and he or she may be reluctant to make a request. Instead, be specific when offering help. Bring dinner over. Pass on information about funeral arrangements or answer the phone. Pitch in to clean up the kitchen. Sometimes your help is most valuable later. A lawyer might help answer questions about the estate. A handy person might button up the house as winter approaches. Assist with meals. Provide hands-on assistance with cooking and volunteer to help with shopping. For many bereaved persons, particularly widows and widowers, it can be a big adjustment to get accustomed to planning meals, shopping for groceries, and cooking for just one person. Listen well instead of advising. A sympathetic ear is a wonderful thing. A friend who listens even when the same story is told with little variation is even better. Often, people work through grief and trauma by telling their story over and over. Unless you are asked for your advice, don't be quick to offer it. Frequently, those who are grieving really wish others would just listen. It's your understanding, not your advice, that is most sorely needed. Avoid judgments. Your friend's life and emotional landscape have changed enormously, possibly forever. You may wish he or she would move on, but you can't speed the process or even ensure that it happens. Let your friend heal at the pace that feels right and in his or her own manner. You should cry or it's time to move on aren't really helpful directions. To learn more about ways to live with your own loss and grief or assist others in the same situation, read Grief and Loss, a special health report from Harvard Medical School. Disclaimer. As a service to our readers, Harvard Health Publishing provides access to our library of archived content. Please note the date of last review or update on all articles. No content on this site, regardless of date, should ever be used as a substitute for direct medical advice from your doctor or other qualified clinician. And that, you guys, is the end of that article on health.harvard.edu, ways to support someone who is grieving. And I found that very informative because, like I said, my co-worker's sister also passed away. So I will be seeing her tomorrow when I go in, and I would like to be as much help to her as she is to me. And you know what, you guys? That's going to be the conclusion of today's episode of Just Miss Rose. That's all I can do. I can't do anymore. But, you know, in time, I'll get back to my regular old self. But in the meantime, in between time, 
I want to take a minute to thank you again for taking time out of your day to listen to my podcast. And you know what? Don't let nobody take you out your square because there ain't no other you in the entire universe. And there is nobody better at being you than you. This is Miss Rose out. Please support my sister podcast, As the Massage Returns. And God rest your soul in heaven, Angela. I love you and I miss you already.